This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 104. Hi, veterinary friends. Welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast the first one of the year 2021. And I'm really excited about that because 2020 was one of those years that uh, a lot of us struggled. Not that we don't have things happen every year that are challenging, but 2020 just seemed to be a lot more challenging, especially for us working in the veterinary profession. Things have changed drastically, and we've talked about that many times this past month on the podcast. So I'm not going to talk about that again. I just want to welcome you back to the podcast if you've listened before, and also thank you for listening. And I also want to tell you, if you haven't listened before, that this podcast is for people that work in the veterinary profession or or people that love people that work in the veterinary profession. And it is all about taking care of ourselves, challenging ourselves, learning and growing. And that's what I do. I not only work in a veterinary hospital, but I also coach veterinarians to become better leaders, better balanced, better at setting boundaries and getting to where they want to be in life and understanding themselves. And so for this first podcast of 2021, I was going to talk about goal setting and I will on the next podcast because I think it's really important, especially at the beginning of the year when we've all probably made resolutions, which we have a tendency to do, that we talk about goal setting and how you set goals And then how do you follow through on those goals? Because sometimes, you know, we set them, we're just not that great at following through. So next week, we're going to talk about that. This week, I want to talk about anxiety because I was having a lot of anxiety uh, about three or four days before the end of the year, right after Christmas. I know sometimes Christmas is one of those times that, you know, you get kind of down afterwards. It's a letdown. And this year, Christmas was different for everyone because we couldn't have large family gatherings. And so right after Christmas, a few days before I had to go back to work, I started to have some um, struggles with anxiety. So I want to talk about that first because I know a lot of you have anxiety or have anxious episodes, I should say, and I just want to talk about it and get it out there and, and try to understand it a little bit. So that's what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. Before I get to that, I just want to say quickly that in um, about a week from now, I have some classes starting. I'm going to do some online six-week classes for the new year. One of them is on stop overeating. So if you're an overeater or you're somebody that struggles with that, and that's one of the problems that I've struggled with in my life frequently, um, join me for that six-week course. And we will talk about why we overeat and how we can stop doing that. And I'm really excited about that. So that will be um, a limited class. I don't want it to be too big. So if you want to get in, please um, sign up on my website. The other six-week course is called Getting Unstuck. And basically, it will be about taking your life where it is now and figuring out why you don't feel like you're where you need to be 
and then getting you started towards moving in some direction that you want to move in. When we feel stuck, it usually means we don't like our job, our spouse, our family. There's something going on in our life that we feel we can't get out of. And I like to tell people that no matter what's going on in your life, you have power and you can change. And that's what this Getting Unstuck class is about. I'm going to teach you some self-coaching techniques. I'm going to teach you about a thought model that I learned from my mentor and coach. And I will teach you about that. We've talked about that a little bit on the podcast before. And we will also talk about how to set boundaries and create the better life for you. So join me um, next week. We're starting. So get signed up and um, go to my website to the coaching tab. And if you scroll down, you'll find the places to sign up and um, we'll get started with that. I'm really excited about that. I can't wait to see you all there and lose some weight and get unstuck. That's what it's all about. So thanks for joining me and let's get started talking about anxiety. So I said um, earlier when I was talking about what we were going to talk about this week that I was having some anxiety and I'm one of those people that always kind of thinks I've got my head on straight and the older I've gotten, the more I've learned that that isn't always the case. Um, and as I've become more aware of myself and my feelings and the things that cause my feelings, I have gotten to the point where I understand myself so much better. And that is how I knew that I was becoming anxious because I could feel it in my body. Now, there's a difference between anxiety and anxiety disorder. So I don't want to talk about anxiety disorder because that is a separate entity. And I am not a therapist. I am just a life coach and a human being that has had a lot of experiences and wants to help other people. And that's why I do what I do. But I am not a therapist. And so there is a difference between having an anxiety disorder and then having a bout of anxiety. So I'm going to talk about my anxiety bouts but an anxiety disorder is something different. Now, the definition of anxiety disorder is a health disorder, mental health disorder, that is characterized by feelings of worry, anxiety, and fear strong enough to interfere with your daily activities. So if you have panic attacks, obsessive compulsive disorder, if you think you have post-traumatic stress, symptoms that are out of control or out of alignment with the events that are happening around you, then you could have anxiety disorder. If it's affecting your life in a negative way, then that's when you need to see a therapist and get some counseling and get some help and get treatment um, because therapists can treat anxiety disorders with not only therapy, but also with drugs, and they can help you out with that. So I encourage you, if you think you have a true anxiety disorder, to reach out for help. What I want to talk about today is the anxiety that we feel here and there in life, the actual feeling of being anxious. So here's what happened with me. A couple of days before the new year, I don't know, a week or two ago, 
Um, right after Christmas, I um, had gotten together with my family, socially distanced and masked, obviously, for Christmas and got through all of that. And that was all going really well. But then after the holidays kind of calmed down, I had a day where I was feeling very short. And when I experience anxiety, what usually happens for me is I get kind of a nervous stomach feeling, kind of a tightness in my stomach. I will also feel very irritable. And anything that anybody says or does around me makes me kind of overreact. Not that I get mean or ugly, but I just feel inside that these people are driving me crazy. That's my thought (laughs) is, oh my gosh, any minute I'm going to punch this person because I'm feeling so bottled up. So when I feel anxiety, it feels like kind of like this tightness in my in my chest, in my stomach, and then I just feel super impatient. And I have a tendency to be a little bit impatient anyway, but when I have anxiety, I get even more impatient. Now, Years ago, before I knew that it was anxiety, before I had actually examined this feeling that I have in my body, years ago, I would just start to work. Like when I was feeling really, really anxious, my first go-to behavior is to just do something. So I would either go for a walk or ride my bike or clean my house or something. And Now that I know about coaching, what I know is that I was acting, I was taking action because of this feeling of anxiety and because I didn't understand what I was thinking that was causing it, I would just try to act my way out of it. So when we've talked about the self-coaching model before, we have learned that our feelings always come from our thoughts. So Last week when I was feeling anxiety, I was thinking something that was causing the anxiety. And we'll talk about that because I I did examine it and I did kind of figure it out. But in the past, when I've experienced these feelings of anxiety, what I would do is just start doing things because I'm an action-oriented person. I feel best when I'm moving and, and doing things. But what I really wasn't doing was understanding where my feelings were coming from, I was just trying to suppress them by taking a lot of action. So in the model, you can change your feelings by actions or thoughts because your feelings come from your thoughts and your feelings cause your actions. So it's kind of in that order. But if you work it backward, your actions can actually change your feelings, which then will change your thoughts. So it's a little bit confusing, but that's how it works. And so in the past, I would just take action and I would just work my way out of it. Or I might snap at somebody because I was feeling so bottled up in, in this anxiety. But to me, it feels impatient. It's, it's this kind of irritable feeling in my body. And so if you're somebody that has anxiety or you think you have anxiety, kind of listen to your body. Where do you feel it? And you might not understand where it's coming from, but you will actually feel feelings in your body. 
And for me, it's the impatience. I feel irritable. I sometimes even feel tired um, and tight in my abdomen, tight in my chest. And I will get these, you know, kind of overwhelming feelings. And I've actually, um, several years ago, actually had a panic attack, which is something that I haven't experienced often. And so I'm fortunate, but I actually did think I was having a heart attack. You know, you kind of sometimes even think you're going to die because you feel so overwhelmed with these feelings. So learning to understand yourself will help you process your feelings and get through the anxiety. So in my case, all these feelings were coming up. And I was with my husband, and right away he knows because when I'm feeling anxious or upset or any emotion that's negative, I have a tendency to get really quiet. And I'm not a quiet person. I'm very chatty. I'm out there usually talking to everybody and trying to, you know, do a lot of things. That's my normal personality when I'm feeling stable. When I'm feeling unstable or I'm having a bad feeling or a negative emotion, I will get quieter. So right away, my husband says, what's the matter with you? What's going on? And I said, I just, I'm not feeling right. Something's wrong. I'm trying to figure it out. So usually I'll say to my husband, if he can help me, I'll verbalize what I'm thinking. But if I don't know, if I'm just anxious for no reason or I'm feeling negative emotion and I haven't processed it yet or figured it out, then I'll just say, give me a little bit of time. I will figure this out and I will come back to you and let you know if you can help. And so, you know, bless my husband's heart. He's known me long enough that he understands that if I say I've got this, I'll figure it out. He'll usually not pursue it because he's he's a very thinking person and I'm a very feeling person. And so and he understands that. So he'll just kind of back off and let me figure it out. But he feels it in the household because of the way I'm acting. My anxiety or my negative emotion changes the way I show up. It changes my actions. And so when I had these weird feelings the other day, this this anxiety that I name it now because I understand it now, I processed it, I was getting very short and getting very impatient and kind of buzzing around the house, which is what I have a tendency to do is I feel better if I start doing things. And so because this was such an overwhelming, strong feeling that day, I decided to coach myself, which is what I recommend that all my clients do, and sit down and really try to process why I was feeling this anxiety. Once I sat down and I really thought about it, I'm like, okay, what is it? Why are you feeling this way? Why do you feel so irritable? Why do you feel so overwhelmed? I was able to sit down and really start writing down my thoughts. Now, this is something that I recommend you always do when you're feeling something that is upsetting to you or bothering you or some sort of negative emotion that you're uncertain of. And in my case, I said, okay, this this feels like anxiety. I felt this before. Why? Why am I anxious right now? And so as I sat there, I started to process that emotion and, you know, kind of take some deep breaths and then really think, what is it that's bringing this on? And so what I like to do 
is write down all the thoughts that I'm having at that particular moment. And so I call that a thought download. And what we're taught when we download thoughts is just to sit there and write, write down whatever it is that your brain is throwing out there. And sometimes it's going to be difficult because sometimes when you sit down with anxiety or um, if you're feeling irritable like I was, which for me, irritability kind of indicates anxiety. But if you're feeling a certain way, there is a reason. There are some thoughts that are going through your head, either known or unknown. And a lot of times they're coming from that chihuahua brain that we have, right? They're unconscious. We're not intending to be anxious. And there's something in our brain that's causing it. And so if you can slow down and recognize the feeling as anxiety, then I can start to process the thoughts that are causing the feeling of anxiety. Because what we teach is, is that your thoughts always cause your feelings. So whenever you're having a feeling, there's something in your brain, whether it's conscious or unconscious, that's causing you to feel the anxiety. So as I sat and started to get this feeling of anxiety under control, rather than, oh, I'm fine, I'm just zipping around like a crazy woman and I feel super irritable, you know, and just being like, oh, I'm having some anxiety right now. Why is that? And so then I start to write down all the thoughts. Now, if you can't write, now you don't always have that option to start writing things down or typing it in your phone or whatever. You can just sit there and think, like, what is it? What is in my brain? And for me, what came up was I was thinking about all the things that I had to do because we were in a rental home for a couple of weeks down in Florida near my parents, but distanced from them, um, you know, so we could keep separate from COVID, but down there so we could visit. And I was thinking about all the things that I had to get done in order to get the rental house cleaned up, get the clothes washed, get the things packed, finish up my work that I was doing for my coaching business. And then I was also thinking, I have to go back to Michigan. And it's cold in Michigan. And I was really enjoying the weather in Florida. And I didn't really want to go back to the cold. And I was also thinking about my work, going back to my job and what's going to be waiting for me there because it's busy and it's still, you know, COVID and we're still short a doctor. And there's a lot of responsibility on my shoulders at my hospital and with my coaching clients. And with my parents, I'm leaving my parents for they're going to be down there another few months. And so that was causing anxiety for me. So as I sat and wrote down my thoughts and understood where this anxiety that I was feeling that day was coming from, it started to be released. I was like, oh, I get it. I'm upset because I'm leaving my parents. I'm upset that I have to go back to work and face whatever's going on there. I'm upset because I feel like I have so many things to do on my plate. And when I have a lot of things to do, even though I enjoy, enjoy activity, I start to stress out about the planning of it. If I'm not 
sitting down and writing things down that have to get done and I'm not organized and it's all up in my head and it's not down on paper, I start to feel anxiety because I feel out of control. And I don't like to think of myself as a control freak. I don't like to think of myself as a perfectionist, but on some level, I have those things. I want to get so many things done. I want to do them well. I want to have a clean house and pack the car perfectly for the drive home. And I want my parents to be perfectly taken care of. And I want to make sure my hospital makes a lot of money and is running beautifully and everybody there is happy. So those are the kind of thoughts that my brain feeds me almost on a daily basis. And most of the time I can push those away and be like, all right, Chihuahua brain, you know, there's no such thing as perfection. You're doing great. You know, I I can change those thoughts pretty readily. But there are times when that Chihuahua gets away from me, that negative reptile brain throws out so many negative thoughts and so many what ifs and so many concerns that I start to feel it in my body before I understand it. And that's exactly what happened to me uh, last week when I had this day. I'm calling. I'm going to call it the day of anxiety because after I experienced it, I'm like, ugh, I got to do a podcast about this because it is something that we all struggle with at times. And if you call it anxiety or worry, sometimes I call it worry. So all that to say that if you struggle with anxiety, if you have feelings that you think might be anxiety, here's how we can try to process it. So first of all, understanding that you are going to have good and bad in your life. There are going to be days that are amazing and there are going to be days that suck. You're going to have happy emotions. You're going to have sad emotions. And that's what life is all about, right? So I had a beautiful time in Florida. I loved visiting my parents. Um, We had a Christmas celebration, which was amazing in the time of COVID because that doesn't happen very often. We did it totally different than we normally do, but we still were able to have it. I was able to see my kids, all this good stuff. But then there were days that it wasn't so good. There was bad weather. My dad got sick one day, um, actually for several days. He had to go to the hospital. That was all negative. So understanding that good and bad are going to happen is part of the deal when you want to learn to manage your life and manage yourself. So you're going to have ups and downs. With those ups and downs will come different emotions and different thoughts. And your thoughts will always cause your emotions. What you need to remember is regardless of what you're feeling and how bad you're feeling or what kind of emotions you're going through, you are always, always 100% worthy. I'm going to say that again, because as veterinarians working in this profession, we don't always feel worthy because a client will yell at us or something will go wrong and we feel stupid, right? But the fact is, is that you are 100% worthy always. And I, because I'm a Christian, believe that God gives us our worthiness. Regardless of whether you are religious or not, 
You're 100% worthy because you're a human being. It's granted to you by the universe if you don't believe in anything spiritual. It's something that you're born with is this worthiness. So remember when you're processing negative emotions that the two things that are facts are that you're 100% worthy and that life is good and bad. It's not because you're a good or bad person. It's life, facts, circumstances are going to happen in life. So when you have emotions, and in particular anxiety, because that's the one we're talking about today, you need to allow for it. You need to open up to it and accept it. You want to experience all your emotions, including anxiety. It doesn't feel good when you're experiencing it, but it's just an emotion So it will not kill you, even though sometimes it feels like it will if you get really anxious. You know, your heart rate can speed up. You can sweat. There's a lot of very physical things that come along with that anxiety feeling that you're having, but it's not going to kill you. So if your heart is racing, you know, I just get irritable and, and kind of short and quiet and I feel tight. But I have had it before where like my heart doesn't feel right. I just feel kind of jittery almost. And so sometimes you think you're sick, but that emotion in and of itself cannot hurt you. So allowing yourself to sit and feel it and understand it and name it gives you power over it. So when I decided to sit down and deal with this anxiety problem that I was having, it calmed down. I said, okay, I know what this is. I got this. I can figure this out. And as I sat with it and understood it and named it, then it takes away the power of that emotion. And then you start to lose those physical sensations that you were feeling that told you in the first place that you were experiencing anxiety. So then your heart rate will slow down. Your tight stomach will go away. My irritability That went away and I was much more understanding of myself and loving to myself and also the people around me because that irritability makes me want to reach out and punch people, right? So if I can process the emotion, then I'm not going to want to do that. And right now with social distancing, there's nobody around to punch except maybe for my husband. But luckily he understands me enough to lay low (laughs) when um, I'm processing some of these emotions. Once I understood all those thoughts that were causing this feeling of anxiety, I was able to work on those thoughts. And what I mean by that is I still didn't want to go back to Michigan in the snow. That still didn't make me happy. But I realized that thinking that was not useful because I was going back and I did miss my house while I was gone. And I did want to go back to work because I miss the people that I worked with. So just changing the way I thought about coming back to Michigan made all the difference. First, it was, I don't want to go back there because the weather sucks. Then the new thought was, I kind of do want to go back because I miss my own house. I miss my work, my coworkers. I miss being in my own space and not renting. Once I have these new thoughts then I don't have as much negative emotion because the new thoughts are more optimistic. And so now, because I'm in a better place, I'm no longer anxious. I'm no longer 
irritable. I'm no longer snappy. Now from this new feeling of acceptance, if that's as good as it gets, sometimes that's all you can get is I'm just going to accept the fact that things are changing and I have all this work to do. And once I feel calmer and more accepting, the anxiety goes away. And now that place of acceptance is coming from my new thoughts of, I want to go back home. I still need to get this stuff done. But being anxious about it isn't serving me because it's causing me to be frantic and not plan and not have control over the things that I'm trying to get done. And then once I'm taking better actions, then I'm going to get the result that I want because I want to be calm when I'm getting packed. I want to be calm when I'm getting things done. I want to be focused when I'm planning out my day. There is the exact same number of things that need to be done on my to-do list. The difference is, is that now I understand why the anxiety, and I can choose to think about that list in a different way and organize it in a different way so I can show up better. Feeling your feelings and processing your feelings, even though it's scary at times to do, the more you do it, the easier it gets. And it's so productive for your life. Understanding yourself, not trying to avoid feeling the things that you're feeling, going inside and trying to understand what thoughts are causing your feelings will make all the difference. When you're fighting against that anxiety and you're pretending like it isn't there and you're fearing it on some level, it just exacerbates it. I've heard trying to avoid your feelings, especially anxiety for me, I've heard it described as taking a beach ball in a pool and trying to push that beach ball below the water. And the more you push it and the deeper you push it, the harder it pushes back. And that's what will happen in your brain. You'll try to bury that emotion, push that anxiety down. You will become much more short, much more irritable in my case, and that anxiety will build. And that's when we get into panic attacks. So the next time you're feeling a feeling and I'm using anxiety here because of my experience that I had last week. Think about what it is in your body first, and then once you're feeling it and you're letting it wash through your body, it will start to dissipate before you even figure out where it's coming from. Just the naming of it gives you power over it. And once you have that name and you're understanding what the feeling is, then you can start to look at what is causing this feeling. And it's always going to be thoughts. And it's not always simple to figure out what those thoughts are. Sometimes you're really going to struggle. So if you have a lot of negative emotion and you're struggling with trying to figure out what it is, why it is, reach out for help. There's so many people that can teach you these techniques to coach yourself, and there's so many beautiful therapists in the world that can help us with our anxiety, especially if it's affecting your life in a very negative way every day. But never be afraid to express this because we all have it. As humans, we all have these negative emotions. 
Thank you so much for being here, my friends, today. I just kind of wanted to come from the heart today and talk about this because it's such an example of how life can overwhelm us just in a short period of time and how we can use coaching and self-coaching to try to understand ourselves better and live a better, more fulfilled and interesting life. So thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Next week, we will be talking about goal setting. I'll go back to my actual planned uh, podcast. This one kind of came off the top of my head and from the bottom of my heart. So next week, we will talk about goal setting. We'll talk about how to goal set, how to get things on the calendar so you can actually accomplish some things this year. And then I'm also setting up some more guests because I loved the month of December. I had all guests for every podcast, and that was so much fun. I'm going to continue to do that. Um, I will have Rebecca Reed back again on the podcast of Colorpolitan because she was so much fun. We're going to talk again to her. I will have Bridget Capel back on talking about more Myers-Briggs and personality profiling and how we use that to better our lives. And then I've got some other veterinary special guests that I am lining up and hopefully they will be um, sometime in end of January, beginning of February. I would love for you to reach out and coach with me if you want one-on-one coaching or you want to join my two classes, go to juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com to the coaching page and you can sign up there. I wish you a happy new year and a very beautiful, blessed, anxiety-free week. Bye.